Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Life with Chris and Tatum. We are so glad you guys are joining us again today. Thanks for being here. It's a really great week. It's always a great week with you, babe. It's a great week. It is. And the reason why, it's my birthday this week. It's your birthday. And that's the uh, topic of today. Not my birthday, (laughs) but some reflections that I wrote down after 46 years of living on this planet. Hmm. And... I cannot wait to share. I got nine things, nine wow. reflections that I want to unpack. Uh, before we do, want to say a big shout out to everybody that is uh, sharing this podcast and you're rating us and you're giving us reviews. Yeah, oh, thanks what for an doing that. Honor every week to be able to speak into your life. You know, it's it's really humbling that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that are listening to this podcast. It sure is. It's just crazy, Thanks you know, and then it. what's yeah. happening on Sundays on in the church here and so many people online, over 30,000 guys and gals in the correctional facilities and those that are showing up. I mean, there's in our 1030 service, there's like not a chair open in this place. I mean, it's just packed. It's just, it's been, it, it there's just a lot of, a lot of things. So we're grateful this week. Uh, I, I celebrate um, my birthday. And you and I are actually out of the country right now. Can you believe it? And well, uh, not now, not but now, but we will be. <laughs> we're recording this, this before we yeah. leave. We will be in Cancun at at this time, and we're just un, unwinding, recharging, refreshing. Uh, and so, y'all just pray for us. We just have a we have a good time uh, down in in Cancun. But you know, I was sitting last night. And you were in the kitchen. You were. We had had a long day at, at the office, all kinds of stuff. And then I just sat down on my computer. My mind was starting to race about all the different things that have happened in my life in 2021. Um, kind of the good, the bad, the ugly. I started thinking about the great moments that we've had, um, like when we we broke ground yeah. on our our building this yeah. year. Like that was amazing, amazing day. And then all, the the bad moments. Like the day that I got the call, in, in fact, uh, that my dad had a massive heart attack. Doctors told him he was 12 minutes away from dying. Yeah. Uh, that if he had not gotten to the hospital uh, in the right time, he would have he would have died. And and so I started thinking back over this last year, um, really 2021, uh, in, in in this this year that I've experienced. And so I've got some thoughts. I've got some lessons learned. I've got some takeaways. And this is just me giving, I'm just giving you my heart, everybody. I'm just telling you what I, I've I've got a lot to learn, but I'm thankful that I'm surrounded by family and friends uh, that stand with me. So drum roll, please. Yeah, tell us. Tatum's going to sing happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah. Okay, all right. Not right now. So. Here's my 2021 birthday reflections of my 46th year. Let's hear it. Okay? Number one, I can choose to be discouraged or encouraged. You Period. Can choose. Yeah. Period. I, th- I think we can all relate to this. So 
let's face it, life is tough. And it's not just tough. Sometimes it can knock the wind out of you. Mm-hmm. I, I know what it's like to have life throw a curveball at you and experience unexpected troubles and challenges. For me, it just seems like every week of 2021, and, and I would say 2020 as well, it just seems like there was, every week, there's just things to be discouraged by. And I've just determined and I've learned in this year, I can either be encouraged yeah, or discouraged. A lot of it we can choose. That's my choice. Mm-hmm. I've had times where I, I had had the opportunity to throw in the towel on things. And I can either be encouraged or discouraged. And there's always going to be those moments. And so if I can just speak to you, let me just encourage you to rise above those discouraging moments and be the person that God's God's called you to be, because there's always going to be them. I I can act, respond, and talk with defeat Mm -hmm. in my attitude Mm -hmm. based on how I'm feeling, or I can respond to those challenges Mm -hmm. with faith in my heart, a positive attitude full of passion and encouragement. And I try to, I I feel like this year I I had a, a an even greater lesson in God's schoolhouse, if I could put it like that, to learn the art of being discouraged or encouraged. I'm glad you chose encouraged. (laughs) 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 But honestly, growing up, I always had it modeled for me. My dad is like the most encouraging guy Positive. He's always positive. Po- but he's encouraging too. Well, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Mom and Dad are. Um, I've had it modeled uh, for me. The, you know, the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. So he had enemies come against him. He had, you know, things didn't always go his way. Mm-hmm. And in those moments, that's when he. You actually find out what's on the really on the inside when you go through really difficult moments. And he encouraged himself for mm-hmm. victory. Mm-hmm. He encouraged himself in what, what is real because discouragement just magnifies the, n- the negativity, the negative things. So I've, I know that this is my birthday reflections. Any thoughts on that, hon? Yeah. Well, uh, when you talk about David, I was just thinking about the way that he worshiped and how much of what we know about him was that he worshiped the Lord even in, even in, um, really difficult times, like even in really hard times, he had a heart that still exalted God, made God greater than whatever his circumstance was. And what an amazing thing that we can learn from is that, yeah, life can be hard. Yes, it can be discouraging, but the choice to really um, remember how great God is, how much bigger he is to exalt, to magnify him bigger than whatever life throws at you is... um, refreshing and i think all of that has to of course be anchored in jesus like we can't just fake encouraged that's because we're just a happy person or because we're so awesome that we can just work ourselves out of this hard thing no it's all coming back to being anchored in the promises that god has given you that's how you can be encouraged remembering that remembering how good he is how faithful he is how he's never let you down and no. he'll take every terrible thing that the enemy tries to throw against you and will use it for your good. He'll use it for your good. See, I think that this winning attitude is something 
that that not only is is great as a leader for those that you lead, but it's mm-hmm. also really good to set that example for your children. Oh, that they yeah. that they see that. And so I just I, I'm just more convinced uh, more than ever before. You know what? Life is going to be discouraging. I've had more moments to be discouraged in this last year. <laughs> Um, you know, we're building the building. There's just there's different issues that pop up every day. There's yeah. all these things that are going on in people's lives, and your heart breaks, and you carry those things. And as yeah. a pastor, it's not just a job. When when you deeply care for people so much, yeah. and when they come to me, typically it's at the worst point possible. Yeah. So I get a lot of the the, the heavy, heavy, the heavy, the heaviest yeah. things that come my way, and uh, and it's at those points when you get the heavy things laid on you, on top of then problems that are going on with just a growing church and trying to step, you know, move forward and all this other stuff. And then life itself, you know, things that, like I talked about my dad, uh, going through his heart attack and all that. Those are the moments that you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. And I can choose to be discouraged discouraged or encouraged. encouraged. Here's the second thing. And that's this forgiveness is freedom. (laughs) No, there's a little, um, There's a little uh, uh, brave heart, blue faced, you know, freedom inside of every single one of us, and it really happens when you walk in freedom. So I can and forgiveness. Yeah, it, it it comes from forgiveness. So what I've learned this year, mm-hmm. even more so than ever before, I can choose to hold on to grudges of the past, or I can walk in the freedom of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna choose. Freedom of forgiveness. We do like so much of this is, it is it's a it's a hard choice. Like we're not we're not pretending that it it's always easy, but the freedom that comes with forgiving is powerful. So when I think back of everything that God's had to forgive me of, mm-hmm. how can I not offer it to those that have hurt me? Yeah. And the thing that I've learned is this, that hurting people hurt people. Mm-hmm. And when they do hurt me, that's where I'm going to, I'm just going to put them in the hands of God. So I, I've told our staff this before. My job is to love people. God's job is to judge them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to judge people. I'm, I'm going to stand for truth. Um, sure. I'm not yeah. going to put up with things that are uh, ungodly, but I, I, my job is to love people. God's yeah. job is to, is to judge them. And so for me, uh, as a birthday reflection... I just wrote down, forgiveness yep. is freedom. It doesn't help to hold on to it. How does it help you? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. And I've, I've counseled people and I've told them, I said, forgiveness oftentimes is like a dimmer switch, not a light switch. That's great. That's a good picture, a way to understand it. Because I think often people, I know because I, I've had it, trouble before with, with forgiving and it's not that you don't want to. It's just you're like, I literally don't know how. Like, I'm so hurt and I'm so broken because of something that they did. How? How do I How do I let that go? Because it's like all you think about or it, it kind of is there first before the next thought happens. You're seeing it through the lens of that wound. So I love the fact that analogy that you just shared about it being like a dimmer and not just a lot. You can't just instantly flip it. Okay, they're forgiven. I'm never going to... Um, a lot of times I can though. I can. I can a lot yeah. of times just instantly just flip the switch. I'm just going to believe the best about you. Um, but then there's other times when it really hurts. Yeah. That's a dimmer. Yeah. That's a dimmer. 
And again, we said it a couple weeks ago, but forgiveness is free, trust is earned. So I'm going to forgive. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to, you, I mean, you got access to the keys to my house, you know? <laughs> uh, so here's the third thing that is a birthday reflection. And that's this. I wrote it down like, and I said these words, I am committed. I'm, I'm, I'm committed more than ever before. I'm committed to Christ. I'm committed to my family. I'm committed to you, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm committed to my church. Uh, I'm, I'm committed to people finding Christ. Uh, I, I'm just committed. I love my wife. I love my children. I love my family. Plain and simple, no matter how tired I am, I'm going to be there for my family. Yeah. I'm going to be there for, I'm going to be there for you. My my first responsibility is God, my second is you, my third is my kids, and my fourth is the church. Is my is is my church, mm-hmm. my spiritual family. Mm-hmm. So, I just wrote it Love down. It. More than ever before, I just reflected. I'm committed. I'm yeah. a person of commitment. That's something that I I love the fact that you said it because it's um I feel like it's kind of like a lost, it's like lost in culture today in so many ways that it's, there hasn't been a great example, if I can say it like that, in in our generation, you and my generation, for the children, for our kids and for younger than us. So many haven't seen what it looks like to um, just be like, hey, I said I'm going to do this. I, I gave my word. I'm going to do it. Like that to me is like commitment. Like, when it gets really hard and things don't feel good anymore and there's no benefit in this for me when it comes to marriage, when it comes to work, when it comes even to church and saying like, this is my church home. I am going to be here. I'm going to raise my children here. I'm not looking to jump around or to find somebody who will teach what I want them to say or do an event that I want them to do. Like, But putting roots down, that is not normal <laughs> anymore. It's sad. So I love that this is on your list. Yeah. Because yeah. it's important. So one of the things that I've seen as a pastor throughout all these years, especially when we pastor in a big city like Dallas, mm-hmm. is that when uh, one of the hard things as a pastor to to help bring some correction into people's lives that maybe need some, wow, I, I see all this potential in you, but there's this, this character flaw that we need to, let's work on this. Let's change this. What happens is, is that instead of people receiving correction, what they do is this. That is godly and loving and would shape and point oh, yeah. you towards a brighter future. When that happens, they just boom, I leave. I leave and I go to somewhere else mm-hmm. and I carry that same flaw. character flaw yeah. with me to the next place. Yeah. And within three or four or five weeks, boom, they're serving somewhere else. And so the the issue never got resolved. Yeah. Didn't mature in it or grow in it. And now you're in a different yeah. uh, Culture. Then it will happen again, and then you can just go and it somewhere It happens again else. and again, like, and finally one day they just go, eh, I'm, just, I'm just not. The Bible says that we need to plant our roots down deep yes. into a local church. And so find a place, and there will be issues, and you will have- We won't be perfect. I'll be the first to say that. You know, We're not perfect by any means, but um, we serve a perfect God. And the, the format that the Lord gave for church, like- just getting on a it's called family and in families family. you you're gonna leave. have there's t- there's times that you just don't see work through the hard, things that's okay yeah you work through the hard stuff let's together. work through it mm-hmm. but we do it in love and unity and mm-hmm. we we walk in um uh, commitment commitment yeah so I wrote down in this one here just I, just quickly I'm gonna read these I'm not gonna explain them but these are my seven non-negotiables 
Number one is my walk with Jesus. Number two is my wife. Number three is my kids. Number four is my health. Number five is the tithe. It's a non-negotiable to me. Number six, I'm going to be in church. I'm going to be a part of a local body. Number seven is I'm going to be investing. Um, uh, investments you know, in your future. In, in finances and, and what have you. So again, I, I want to renew my commitment as I approach my 46th birthday. I love it. So here's the fourth one that I jotted down. Mm-hmm. And that's this, enjoy the process. That equals like slow down in my mind. <laughs> Let's see what you said. Okay. Uh, so when, when I wrote this down, I was thinking about how so often, and I feel like I'm, this is me, but we, we uh, you know, I, I push for results and I, I move past enjoying and learning from the process. Mm-hmm. So if there's a shortcut. Yeah. You want to get there quicker. Boy, I'm going I'm to get yeah. there. I am the guy. I, I am not the journey person. I like, I'm a destination person. Don't talk to me about the travel. Um, I do not want to travel. I want to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of Chris's life, and he married a journey girl. Oh, yeah. She she like, oh, I just love this trip. Look at those flowers. Look at that cloud. Hey, Look at that traffic. We're good nice? for each other. So nice. And I'm thinking, when people get out of my way, I've got to go. <laughs> Oh dear, I think God had some humor when he made us so different. Holy. But And there's times that Tatum will tell me, uh, to bring some peace, can I drive? Yeah. Get out and let me drive so we can just <laughs> But I'm saying enjoy listen, the process. Uh, enjoy That's what you're the process. <laughs> I'm here to help you. <laughs> if if there's a shortcut, a lot of times I want to take it, but I'm learning the fact that I'm living in the best days of my life right now. That there's someday I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna say, Man, those were good years. Those were the best days. Yeah, I think so man, too. Th- those were the days you, you, you were pastoring a growing, thriving church. And man, you're packing out services and you're, I mean, we're seeing all these people's lives changed and we're in 109 correctional facilities and there's all these mm-hmm. uh, teenagers in the next generation. We're opening up a daycare. We're building a building. We're, we're even dreaming about additional camp uh, mm-hmm. campuses and what we're, we're seeing happen with our kids and where we're at and I mean, just what we're experiencing right now. I mean, I can only imagine, but we'll we'll be in Cancun. But it's just, these are the best days of our lives. So So enjoy them. Don't miss the moment, people, everyone listening, because your process looks different. But there's beautiful things happening all around you. We have breath in our lungs, and you're here today, and there's purpose, and there's friends and people that love you. There's so much freedom that you have being here in the great USA. Enjoy the journey. There's a lot, lot, walk outside and look at some flowers and see that big, beautiful Texas sky. Like, seriously. What about somebody that we have listeners in Hawaii? Wow. You have a lot more beautiful to look at than we do in Texas. (laughs) We got a lot of cement here and not very many trees, but we're trying to enjoy the process from here. (laughs) But I just put it down because I'm the kind of guy, again, that I push for results when, when when we attain it, I'm already on to the next thing. And I always am seeing three, four, five years down the road. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt God say, stop. Slow down. Smell the roses. Yeah. Enjoy. And you help me with that. I'll help you do that, baby. Yeah. Here's the fifth one. Always give your best. 
This defines you, Chris Lindbergh. Can I just say that to the rest of the world? You And I'm saying it to the rest of the world. <laughs> you literally are one of, I don't actually know anyone like you, but you give your best. Gonna make me cry talking mm-hmm. about <laughs> when people don't see no one like no one knows the heart and the effort and the excellence like everything that you do you give your best <laughs> Chris Lindbergh is a man that gives his best like in Everything you touch, do, plan, dream about, like it's always, there's just, I admire that in, um, so much about you because it's never done, there's not a flippant or a half-hearted uh, Adam in your being. It's like anyone who knows you knows there's so much passion and there's so much purpose. So I just have to say, man, that statement defines you always give your best wow i think i could end the podcast right here golly maybe i need to take a step back to the other one and enjoy the process because what you just said there honey i mean i don't even know i don't even know what what what, here here's what i here's what i was thinking tell us Uh, none of us have arrived um i um, listen, I, I will make mistakes. Uh, I'm going to make huge mistakes. In fact, you know what? I really pray that I do make huge mistakes because <laughs> if I don't, that means I'm not living a, a, a risky life. I'm not taking not trying. I'm not right. taking they, new steps. Mm-hmm. I'm just living a very comfortable, predictable, boring life. That by the time I get to the end of my life, the the greatest regrets people will have at the end of their life is not regrets of action; it's regrets of inaction. Yeah things that I could have done, things that yeah. I should have done, and I never did because I was fearful and I just thought, well, I would fail. I hope I make big mistakes. I, I mean, I... Not because for the sake of mistakes, but because for the sake of trying, that you tried. Yes, that's, that's what I, yeah. Yep. So I would rather give my best and fail than to never try. And so I just, I just believe that we can always improve. Mm-hmm. I, I call it the irresistible power of better. I think that we can all get better. The minute that you think that you can't get better is when you're actually starting to die. Hmm. The minute that you think that you know it all, the minute that you think that you got all, I, I call it the irresistible power yeah. of better. And I think that God wants to uh, to stamp his, his fingerprints on us. He is the spirit of excellence. Mm-hmm. And, and may we always be like teachable. I think that is another way of sort of saying what you're already saying. Um, in that you can always give your best. And the only way you can do that is by saying like, I could do this a better way. So I'm going to, I'm going to remain teachable in trying one more time or one bigger step or one like with excellence. Yep. They go hand in hand, giving it your best and remaining teachable. Because if you always think this is as good as it gets, like I'm the, Mm -hmm. I've arrived. It can't be done a better way. Then you're just not being teachable, right? So 
having an attitude that says, we can do better. Let's let's give let's it everything trying. we got. Yeah. Let's keep trying. Let's take risk. If we fall, we get back up. And this is not a perfectionist attitude. It's just saying, I just, I just believe. I, my reflection is that we can do things with. Uh, mm-hmm. We can do it. We can do it uh, in a way that that is that is better. Uh, always give your best. best. Here's the sixth of these nine, and that's this: never give up. Mm-hmm. Never give up. So again, I, I, I've thought about this last year. Problems come. People are going to try to trip you up. There's going to be obstacles that are going to seem mm-hmm. impossible uh, to to overcome. But we have a statement in our family, and that's this. Cannot cannot be, be defeated, defeated, and I will not quit. Yeah, we ingrained that in our kids when they were really little. <laughs> I cannot be defeated, and I will not quit. My kids know that. I, I we used and, to sing it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they would sing it like a little huh? chant. I'd sing. Remember? Cannot be defeated. Yeah, and they would like march, and they would the sing, house. and we will, will not quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, but it's ingrained in really. What a great thing to um, to tell yourself, remind yourself, because life is going to make you feel like quitting. You're going to feel like giving up. But when you have the attitude that says, no, greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. He is for me and he's not against me. I am not going to give up. No matter what comes your way, I can get through this because you have Christ. Yep. That's the truth. You can. You can make it. Keep going. Don't give up. The only way you don't make it is if you quit. The only way to real failure is falling down and just never getting back up and trying again. But if you get back up and you try again, you're not failing. You're trying again. And if you fall down, you try again. It's like the don't give up. Yep. Ne- ne- just never give up. Um, you know, there's a, a word that I've asked our uh, designer to put into my office in our new building. It's the word finish. Mm-hmm. And it's going to actually look pretty cool in there, but and it's going to be front and center in my office. So anybody that comes in is going to is going to see that word finish. Yeah. And it has Second Timothy four seven, which says, "I fought the I've fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I've kept the faith." And when you fight the fight, how many times do these boxers get knocked down? How many times? Yeah. Do you know these Olympic uh, superstars mm-hmm. have they? gone through defeat and it's just difficult and times that they wanted to give up but they just didn't they keep on going they didn't have they didn't have success after success after win after win no yeah. they no, got knocked down failure and failure but i'm just not going to give just up keep yeah getting back up again here's the seventh one and that's this i i wrote this down never shy away from challenging people i always want to be a dream releaser and let me just say this. Those of you that are listening, I believe in you. I, I believe in your dream. And I want to challenge you to reach for that dream. Uh, the Bible basically says in Ephesians 6, 4, uh, Ephesians 6, 4, that what I make happen for others, God will make happen for me. And I want to just release you to, to step into that. And so I'm, I'm never going to uh, shy away from challenging people to, uh, to reach for the stars. Mm-hmm to, the way I say it is this, that I believe that there's gold on the, on the inside of every one of you. Yeah. Well, there's there gold is. in there. Yeah. There's gold inside of you. you. Many of you don't even see it, mm-hmm. but there's gold in you. And I, I'm, I'm going to keep on pulling out the dream in you. I'm going to keep on cheering you on until you finally start believing in mm-hmm. 
that God has deposited a great gift on the inside of you. Many of you don't even know what it is, or maybe some of you have just begun to just scratch the surface of it, and you're not even uh, effective yet working that gift that God has for you. And the cool thing about God is when you discover one gift and start working in it, a lot of times he'll give you another one because he sees that you're faithful in that. You're like, whoa. I didn't know I could do this, but yeah. Yeah, it just starts unlocking more and more of these... um, uh, I've always been inspired by this story. Lord Shackleton. In 1914, there was an expedition to cross Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, so Lord Shackleton placed an ad in the newspaper for five young men to come with him to be the first to cross the, the South Pole in Antarctica. And in that uh, newspaper ad, here's what he said. All I can promise you is deathly temperatures Hunger, exhaustion, and possibly death. Hmm. Do, you, do you know how many applicants he had? He said, I only need five. Yeah, I don't know. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say yes to go. But what's funny is I can totally see you, Chris Wood. He oh. would be like, I'll go. Not me. But so how many? Ready? Not five. Not 20. Not 100. 50,000. 50,000 50, men applied. Wow. Why? I can promise you death and Mm -hmm. hunger and exhaustion. Well, I think it's because people love to to be, love a challenge Uh, and and they're filled with dreams and potential. Mm. And I'm just going to always be a person that challenges people. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to shy away from it. And I'll never shy away from challenging you, those of you that are part of Life Fellowship with um, something that's going to cost you something. I'm, well, I'm, that's where the real value is, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to challenge you to you. something that is going to be uh, Easy. <laughs> mediocre yeah. and just. I'm going to challenge you to live a life as a Christ follower that is going to challenge culture and uh, it, it's going to counter culture. It's going to cause you to 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 raise up the character to go against I mean, the grain. Yeah, like to refine you. To and iron sharpening iron isn't always fun. I mean, sparks are flying, and you know. Anyways, number seven. I just I, I thought about it and just said, I'm just going to embrace that again in this new year. Number eight, you cannot outgive God. Woo! That's a good one. I mean, this past year, I've discovered over and over, I cannot outgive God, period. Mike John. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so true. Until you actually, until you actually taste like, and see how good God is, test him in this, like you cannot even imagine the that that God would be better than you thought. Like, because he will. You just don't believe it or imagine it until you do it. Yeah. People look at me and they go, Man, you're you're how how ridiculous of an idea that you give away 10% of your income to the church and you give beyond that. Like, how does that make sense? You you need to take that and Go spend it on yourself and get a nicer this and nicer that and go take this trip and put it away in savings here or whatever. And the reality is, is that I cannot outgive God. And as, I've, and as yeah. I have honored God like that, I'm just floored at the blessings of yeah. God that are in my life. That's so good. You know, you, uh, when, when you honor God with the 90%, you actually do, do better with with, with the 90% mm-hmm. and you give the 10% to God than if I kept the whole 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the natural man doesn't like understand that. It's a spiritual that. principle. They don't understand yeah. that. And they're like, oh, that just doesn't make sense. Exactly. It doesn't. It's called supernatural. <laughs> it's called faith. It's, yeah. It's an it's, act. And it quells greed. Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, that's what it does. So I just, I'm just committed more than ever before. You cannot not outgive God. I'm so excited for uh, this special offering we're going to be taking for our, our new building coming up mm-hmm. in December. You know, for the advancement of that, I'm, I'm, I'm giddy about it yeah. because I'm thinking about what what is God going to release? What's God going to do? Yeah. And then I don't even just think about our temporal these things here on this earth. What about eternal? Yeah. That's the big deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. We we, what was that little statement I put on social media the other day? We had so many people comment on it and share it and all, all that, but we need to stop thinking about. You know, people talk about how short life is, so enjoy it. Mm. And, how long? And then I said, hey, no, no, no. We need to start thinking about how long eternity is, so we need to prepare for it. Yep. Amen. All right. That's here's good. the last. Here's the ninth one. I hope you guys are liking this one today. I like this one. Here's an, And that's this. More than ever before, I need to be filled with the Spirit of God. I, I, I need the Holy Spirit in my life yeah. every single day. Amen. Uh, I need him to, to lead me, direct me. Okay, I'll just even give you an example. This morning, we had staff prayer. Mm-hmm. And while we were praying, we typically pray in, 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 our, in our places. We're praying over the needs of our church and our individual needs. And then we come together and we join hands and we pray over our, 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 our people and the needs that are there. And, and then we mm-hmm. go have some breakfast. and Get on with the day. Get on and, with the yeah. day. And I just felt this morning, the Spirit of God directed my heart, hey, pull everybody together and set them in different groups, and then have them begin to pray individually to share honestly what's really going on in your heart. And our teams, for almost, it was almost close to two hours. Yeah, I don't even know how long it was. I mean, it seemed like every single staff member, there was, I mean, every staff member Mm -hmm. was crying, sharing about the heavy things that are going on in their own personal lives as they're ministering to the needs of everybody else. And the presence of God showed up and just touched lives. And I thought, thank you, Holy Spirit, for yeah, directing us to do that, that moment. He knew what we needed. He knew that even... everybody needed that. Yeah. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it was absolutely powerful. Mm-hmm. Powerful. I need the Holy Spirit in my life more than ever before. And let me just say this the Holy Spirit doesn't make me better than you, He makes me better than me. Yeah. He doesn't make me better than you, He makes me better than me. Because by myself, Man, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like everybody else. Well, yeah, we all are. But with the Bible the Holy... says that the heart is desperately wicked, but the Holy Spirit is the one that makes you better than you. More like Jesus, yeah. yeah. And so I just, it, it's a commitment that more than ever before, I, I need that. And so, these are some birthday reflections. Happy birthday, baby! Nine of them. 46. Or I should have given 46 no, birthday reflections. No, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have been a 12 parts uh, uh, podcast. podcast episode deal. But No, these are... Hey, everybody, uh, really I hope that they impact you. And it's the honor of my life to do what I get to do. And Tatum and I, we absolutely love you. Um, yes, we do. And we can't wait to see you back here next week. Yeah. I've got a leadership series that I want to begin next week. And it's going to help you to really advance in your leadership abilities. So please don't miss it. 
All right. Thanks, so, guys. For everybody, listening. we love you. God bless you. Have a good uh, week. We're down in sunny Cancun, uh, enjoying the sun, and <laughs> we'll see you back next week. Bye bye, guys. Bye bye.